everybody. Welcome to Gadget Talk, the gadget building show of the Geocache Talk Network. Yeah, it's just kind of crazy. I am so excited about this build tonight. Uh, and of course, I'm Derek, if this is the first time we're meeting. And to my, let's see here, this is the right. So, yeah, so to the, my right is that. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm excited to be here too, just like Derek. Uh, going to be doing a fun, should be a fun, easy uh, puzzle build, I'd call it. Yeah, tonight, it, so. it, it should be a lot of fun. And if you uh, go check out the build list, uh, a lot of us, we didn't put, it just got it up because a lot of us are not really building it as we're going live. Because, well, it's harder to pause and go back and forward, and then we get, then we all get miss out on the chat. So the build list is on there. It is already. I've posted it in the chat, and I will post it once again in the chat just to make sure that everybody's got it. So there it is. Everybody's got it on all the different platforms that are there. So just thank you for being here. But before we get much further into this, unfortunately, we got to jump in. Not unfortunately, because these are our sponsors, and this is what helps us be able to do what we do. So here they are. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the become a patron link on the front page of the geocache talk website, or head over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year. Support levels start as low as the bison tube level, which is only $3 a month. Logwork, the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right in the rain paper the logbook's designed for the micro containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cash maintenance. Find them at logwork.com. That's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com. And so thank you, Logwork, for sponsoring Geocache Talk or Gadget Talk on the Geocache Talk Network. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess they are sponsoring Geocache Talk as well. Yes, they are. So. So, so let's perfect. get having some fun. All right. So tonight uh, we will be doing the uh, read switch puzzle. And so to start this off here, let's switch to our build cam. We'll go over some parts. As Derek said, the parts are in the uh, the list there. He posted them uh, to the pages. So um, first thing we'll need, of course, since we were talking about read switches, move my pad up here. Um, let's see if we can get it to focus. We'll need a reed switch. Um, and I'm using these plastic reed switches instead of glass ones, just because I, I in my opinion, they're more durable uh, I, than the I glass. Could, uh, I could see that. I have glass yeah. ones, and I'm kind of leery about them. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I have glass ones, and I've broken them, uh, you know, trying to figure out the puzzle and stuff. And, yeah, so these plastic ones have not failed me yet, knock on wood. But uh, so, yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> and then we'll need a nine volt connector. Now you can use any kind you want. Um, this just happens to be what I'm using, a basic one. Um, I get that thing to focus. Um, and then you can also use, you know, four AA battery connector, you know, 18650. It's completely up to you. Um, this, you could leave the battery in the cache because the amount of time that the LED will actually be activated is very minimal. Okay. Um, but again, that's completely up to you. Um, then we'll need, I'm going to do three LEDs um, of any color you want. Uh, I'm going to do three. Uh, some locks have four. My lock only has three uh, combination code. Um, so it's up to you. And then you can also do this as like, 
where they have to find it and you have the LED sticking out and it could spell out a word or valves or something. It's, it's completely up to you. Symbols, however you want it to, okay. to be, but we're going to do it for a lock. Um, and then we're going to need some, I'm using some 26 gauge solid core wire. Um, and so I have some here. Uh, you can use whatever you want as far as that goes. I think on our, our list, we have 24 gauge. Um, yeah, some, people like solid cores. some people like stranded. Uh, I prefer stranded uh, for soldering uh, just because of the flexibility of it. Um, but if you're using any kind of connectors as far as wire nuts or anything like that, uh, the solid core is a little bit easier to, to use. Right. And also like if you're not familiar with soldering, using the, the solid core is also a little bit easier because then you're not having to tin it as well. Correct. So, and that's why we're going with some solid core. Now I will be doing some soldering tonight. Um, but, uh, it will be a very minimal amount of soldering. So, um, so to start that off and then, and then you'll need a container. Um, tonight we're just going to put it on a board here, but you can use any kind of container you want. You can use a plastic ammo can, um, you know, or a birdhouse, uh, and then the higher power of the magnet, the thicker the wood could be that you're putting it through a material, uh, to activate the, the led. Right. So. Now, are you using the magnets that are that can't? Because there's one set of reed switches that come with the little tiny little magnets. Are you use, are we using those magnets tonight? Or are we using a different magnet? So I do have the ones that came with the reed switches uh, as well, and I can show you the difference here. Um, so I have to put them away in my drawer. Uh, what came with it? So this came in a small little pack. I think it was a ten pack of reed switches, and right. then. The magnets and it, so it came with a whole bunch of little little tiny magnets um i'm using this because i don't i want it to be harder for you to activate the the reed switch okay if you use a higher power magnet you can be six inches from it and it could activate it so right uh, that's up to you you can also the way that i'm making mine is this will be a tot inside there with the magnet on the end uh, okay and so we'll use this to activate the reed switch um, you could have someone bring their own as a tot, you know, to get the cash or a tool to trade. Um, again, that's up to you, however you want to, to build your cash. Right. And what we're doing uh, tonight is just giving you kind of a basis of what you can do with the reed switches like this. These are now these reed switches are open switches, which means that the, it's open until the magnet comes to it and then it closes it shut to connect that, uh, connect that circuit. Correct. Yeah. Normally, normally open. Uh, and then when you connect it, it will be closed. So, and you do want to look at that and that's why we put on that list there. Make sure you're getting normally open. Otherwise there'll be at the LEDs will be active. And then when you put a magnet tool, deactivate it. So you don't want that. Right. Unless you want a really easy cache to find. Right. I mean, it's, it's like, <laughs> I, I, I built a cache that was the uh, Simon and Simon puzzle with the, uh, in a birdhouse. And when you open the door that had a closed reed switch. So when you, or yes, closed reed switch. So when I opened the door, it, it, op it closed it and it would turn everything on when it closed the door, it turns it off. So that's, that's the difference. This isn't on when there's nothing to it. You actually have to put the magnet to it to turn it on. Yes, exactly. So what I'm going to do is put the reed switch. I'm going to solder it onto my positive wire, which Check your LED, depending on what brand you go with. 
um, it could be different. Now you don't have to go positive. You go negative. All you're doing is you're is you just the read switch is going to complete the circuit. So, but I'm going to go with the positive. So what I'm going to do on this is just take to make it easy for me to solder. This might be hard to see on the camera. Is I'm going to take it here and just wrap it around the read switch. Okay. And then I'm going to put it on here to solder. Yeah, and your camera's having a hard time focusing tonight. Yeah, I'll see if I can get it to focus here after I get this connected. I normally do this stuff sitting down. <laughs> when I do the podcast, I stand up, and it's amazing on how much of a difference it is. It's it's elevation. It's all it is. It's just <laughs> elevation. <laughs> okay, so I might be able to pull that down a little bit. Not sure. Well, you'll get the gist of it. We'll get the gist of it as you're soldering. Now, we did test the soldering iron beforehand, <laughs> and we have the correct soldering iron tonight. So, well, I'm using a different one than my normal one that I usually use. So, not my small, not my other one. So, if there's any questions of what we're doing or anything like that, please put them in the chat, and we'd love to get to them and hear from you. Um, how many of you have built a cache? with a read switch let us know in in the chat and i know if if dave djw house is in the house we know you have and we know uh tricasius has as well so because there's some we've seen some of those on different channels one thing to remember when you're when you're soldering this or before you solder is make sure you put the shrink tubing on first on the wire before you solder <laughs> I did it prior because I don't know how many times I've actually soldered a wire and then we're like, oh, I forgot to do that. So now, so my solder is there. I'm going to cover it up and then I'm going to shrink it real quick. Yeah. It's like, yeah. How many times you got to do that? Because otherwise you got to undo the solder and go back and redo it again. And you learn yes. so many times. So Adi Olson says, uh, Hugh says they haven't built one with a read switch. And so has um, Adi Olson says as well. So now you have to decide on how big of a puzzle or a plat where you're going to have the read switches. So if you're doing it in a plastic ammo can, you may want to have them further apart than the LED. So right. if you notice that this is uh, about eight inches. Um now, you may need to add a strand of wire here, depending on where you want the reed switch, between the reed switch and the LED, uh, or add a longer piece of wire between the reed switch and the battery. Um, I'm going to go ahead and add another piece between the reed switch and the battery um, before we do this, and that way it should give me plenty of room to uh, to place the reed switches. Okay. But you just have to decide what your application is and then decide how long your wires need to be okay so uh jamie the the links are on the bottom of the page right underneath the video on the uh on the website and i just noticed that there's two sets of read switches on there um i will get the link to the leds up there very shortly so just to let you know All right, Perfect. so Chad's getting that linked in there real quick. Yeah. 
And those those little handy hands are extra hands are really good. Almost had to need some of those for a cash that I was making today. Yeah, they <laughs> they work good. I I I absolutely love those. They're so keeps you from burning your fingers a lot easier from uh, especially when you're doing the soldering itself. All right. Yeah, that soldering iron is working a lot better than your the last time that we did that, Chad. Yeah, it. Um, you know, it's it's my cheap one I use for everything, and uh, the more expensive one I have a small small tip on it. Right. And um, for the PCBs, and for doing little fine stuff, and uh, so, yeah, I like this big one. I mean, sometimes it, that's what works. So, okay. So now on here, I did not put the, the wrap on it okay. um, because I have an open wire end. I can, I can feed it on. All right. So and those that are listening to the audio, uh, only we are Chad's just kind of soldering these reed switches onto the LED itself, and it's going from one one end was the LED, and now he's just soldering a straight wire onto the next part of it. Yes. Sorry, sometimes when I'm working, I don't. No, that's that's <laughs> I'm not that's, entertaining that's, when I'm when I'm and that, and that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. So that one's done there uh, for the positive side. Now we just got to do the negative side. Now the same thing. I'm going to extend the 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 negative side of the wire. Okay. So I can get to the battery pack. And some people may want to even just take their regular LEDs that they have. If you have individual LEDs without the resistor on it, and just do their own, you know, resistor wiring work, all that. It's Again, I don't know what your experience is. It's completely up to you. What we're trying to do is make it easy for the average person that doesn't do a lot of uh, electronics work or anything like that. Right, and that's why we're using the pre-wired LEDs because sometimes soldering the resistors on there can be tricky at times, especially if you're not really good at soldering. Yes, So there's that. So that extra wire is now on there. Yes. And did you already have the shrink wrap already on there? No, because the other end is open. Okay, that's right. But I do have it on there. <laughs> I had it on the other end, but I didn't have it on that one. It's the reed switch one that is can be an issue. Right, because it's got that little uh, bump lip up there on there. Yeah. So. And you can get some shrink wrap that you know is, is fairly good size and it shrinks way down that you'd right. be okay with. Um, but I don't know if I have any of that stuff left. Okay. So that is pretty much our read switch with the LED. So you get your read switch in the middle. Um, you got your positive, your negative cable and your LED. So something I always do before I put it together on a cache is to test it. So I'm going to take the nine volt battery and test our positive, which we know is black on this one. Which is 
absolutely backwards for because yeah. red is supposed to be your positive and black is supposed to be negative. But on all those that that brand of LEDs, which I have the same ones, black is positive. Throws me off every time. Yeah. So now I have it connected. If you have it connected, you're like, oh, it's not working. Remember, you got to activate the read switch. So you got to use your magnet. Kind of out of the screen there. And I can actually get rid of these. See if we can get up oh, there. That's a little bit better in focus. So, yeah, if you put your magnet on there, you'll activate it. So that is good. All right. So now that that is done, that's the only soldering. Uh, I went ahead and pre-soldered and pre-made the other two LEDs just so we don't have to sit there and solder three of them. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you, Chad. <laughs> nothing like sitting there wa- listening to me. No, I mean listening, watching me solder stuff. So we got our three LEDs. I went with blue, uh, yellow, and uh, or I think it's actually off-white and green. Um, again, you go with any color you want. I have another one here I, I made that has four colors, and it has like purple and pink and orange okay. on it. So um, there's so many different color LEDs you can get, um, you know. Make however you want it to be, whatever colors you want. Um, so now we need to hook up our 9-volt battery. All right. So we know that our colored wire is our negative, And then our black wires are positive. But honestly, I don't remember, but I do know the read switch. The yellow here is negative. On the, the white one, off-white color, I think it is. It doesn't have a black. So, But since the re-switch is on the positive, I almost did the wrong one. So what you could do is just kind of look for all the re-switches, correct, and just right. kind of connect all those. Right, that's what I just did. So all the re-switches yeah. will be connected to the positive, and the ones without the re-switches will be connected to the negative. All right. And you're just going to twist those all together and then put a wire nut on them? Uh, I'm actually going to, I think I'm going to solder these just to have to deal with it later. But you can wire nut it, yes. Okay. Just the solder is is a lot uh, over time and people messing with it is going to hold up a lot longer. Yeah, it's a lot more durable and I completely agree. Um, but for like, if you're wanting to test it and before you solder it, it's always good to, if you wanted to use the wire nuts, go ahead and use the wire nuts to kind of test it that mm-hmm. way. Absolutely. Good idea. And I'm starting to build like a prototype on, for my channel where I'm kind of using the same birdhouse and just kind of changing the puzzles and stuff like that on the outside where I'm not having to make the birdhouse every single time I'm trying to make something. So it, it makes it a little bit easier kind of testing things out and kind of see how that all works. So I'm going to end up, make sure I have all the read switches on there. I'm going to end up going and soldering all of the positive wires together. Now I got a bigger piece of the shrink wrap tubing here. Okay. That I'm going to slide on first because that won't go over the nine volt battery connector. No, that that's a little harder. Yeah. So I'm going to twist the wires together. And that's just going to kind of help keep them together and then get the nine volt battery connector. And then going to connect the the positive. Yes. The positive to the positive. 
to the reed switch end. So I'm going to start this, and people will do it different. Some people will run the wire in this way, um, which I typically do, but I'm going to put a little bit of solder in and I'll bend the wire back because I have a giant piece of um, tubing there. So Right. And there's so many different ways that you can do this. So don't, just because we're doing it this way and you have not your own way you like doing it, that's fine too. Yeah. Everybody's I don't different. Keep my bad habits. <laughs> so those that are listening by audio, Chad just kind of went ahead and soldered that. Now he's running the shrink wrap yep. up over the, the connection and he's going to heat it up and it's going to melt it down into that connection, which I really like that, that shrink wrap because if that solder breaks, it actually will hold it into place for a little bit longer so you can get it fixed or figure out what's going on too. It kind of yeah. helps that from breaking this easy. Yep. And uh, yeah, it will help, help hold it together too. So the solder hopefully won't break. Right. Hopefully you never know. You never know. I mean, that's different containers in different places will do different things. So, I mean, what works say in North Dakota may not work in Texas just because of climate. So there's just a lot of different things. Different places have different ways of the caches surviving, of way you weather something. So it's all, all that's per your region. Okay, so same thing with the negative. I'm going to put those wires together. It's a little bit short. I'm going to go ahead and... Did you already get the shrink wrap on that one? No. I do that. <laughs> 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 Thanks for reminding me. See, that's yeah, uh, I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anybody else? Did, anybody else in chat? Did you all catch that? Did you see the shrink wrap go on <laughs> before? Yeah, sorry. Um, I need to get something to bring my camera more towards me. Um, but okay, so got them twisted together. I'm gonna get my negative side. David side's getting brought in, twisted. Uh, let me know if I'm not in this screen. Awkward trying to put my hands a couple feet in front of me. No, I understand. It's 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 kind of tricky. Might get you a camera to put on like your head. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Take the GoPro and put it on your head that way and get that the POV view from that way. Yep. That that would work. I got a GoPro right over here somewhere. <laughs> it's funny. My son and I, we have a big pond in the back and we were looking to, we saw a raccoon on our, we have a game camera and there's a raccoon that poked its head right in front of the game camera and got a picture. So I was like, I wonder if they got to any of the fish. <laughs> and uh, so we put the GoPro on a long stick in there. It's too dark to look inside the, the hiding spots. So right. we actually, if someone wants to know if these LEDs are waterproof, I wired a bunch of LEDs just to a stick, uh, you know, pointing out the front of the GoPro, and it worked perfect. And then no issues with it; they still work perfect. Well, that's great. That's that's good yeah. to know. <laughs> well, and that's another okay. reason why to kind of shrink wrap it too, because it helps weather uh, waterproof that uh, that connection as well. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. That is our reed switch LED puzzle. Very simple to do. 
Um, doesn't take much time at all. Um, if you're going to do it without a solder gun, I'm not sure how you'd end up connecting the reed switches to the wire. Um, but uh, good luck if you don't if you don't solder. Um, now the puzzle. So, what for do is, so what's the oh, puzzle? Yeah. I mean, we did that part of it, and we saw how you connected. So how would you do your puzzle now? Just like we do on all the LED uh, deciphers, you could do numbers. So there's, like I said, there's so many different color LEDs you can get. Um, you can put in there, you know, if it lights up these colors, um, then these are the digits and then go from low to high or numerical order, low to high, however you want to put it. Um, and you can use it in any kind of puzzle. I'm not sure. I'm not a good puzzle person. I always just do mine in numerical order. Okay. Uh, low to high, but sometimes I have, you know, blue times white minus green, and then you have the different numbers on there. So you have to get a code. Um, it's, you know, again, it's completely up to you and, and whatever you're thinking about uh, when you're making it. Okay. You want to, if you move your handy hands there, it'll, I think it'll focus. Oh, yes. Thank in. you. Yeah. They're not in my site. So, so all together now we want to test them. I have the battery hooked up. And so we're going to grab the reed switch or the bat the magnet and test it. So blue, have those together. So blue and green work. Yep. Seeing all the different colors lighting up. And then there's the white. There we there's go. There's the off white. Yep. So there we go. They work perfect. Now in order to, now we need to put them on a cache. Now what we were talking about earlier is what kind of cache would you put it on? Well, you can, you can pretty much do it with anything that is, uh, non-ferrous, so not metal. Okay. Uh, aluminum, you could use it with aluminum. I don't know how well it would work with aluminum. Now that I say that, I don't know if I'd recommend it, but I have here a piece of PVC board. Um, so it's just a piece of plastic. It's not acrylic. It's a little more flexible um, All right. than that, uh, than the uh, acrylic. Uh, I drilled on here. I was doing a test one, and I drilled four holes. We're only going to use three. So these are the... Uh, the 15th or the yeah, I'm five thirty seconds, five thirty seconds holes. Size. Okay. So for then that's what the uh, five millimeter LED, unless you have a five millimeter drill bit. Um, that's what I use. So you pop them in whatever order you want. It's completely up to you. Um, right. And so you could do this on a plastic ammo can like we've done in the past where we just put the LEDs right out the top of the ammo can. Okay. And then they have to go around the ammo can with the magnet to get the LEDs to light up to get into the, the ammo can. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and again, use a plastic ammo can when you do that. Well, now, will the magnet that came with it, that, that small little magnet, would that actually go through the ammo can itself? The plastic one? Yeah. Uh, like, I believe like it did. We can test it. I have one set up right over here. Okay. Yeah, I'm just cool. curious if that, that link, because I know depending on your magnet, that, that separation sometimes won't make it. And I was just curious. Yeah. So you could do a couple things. You could put numbers on here if you wanted to, and they'd have to, whatever one made it light up. If you did a single led would be part of the code. Personally, I, I like to make them search for it. Um, so on the back, we're going to decide because I'm going to, how I'm going to make it is they have to take this on a blank puzzle or on a blank, you know, sheet. right. And figure out where the led is so on the back side now we're going to go and use our hot glue gun and you can use anything you want i'm using the hot glue gun just because it's quick and easy and i'm going to figure out where i want to put the the magnet 
Now, one thing I did earlier was to see what side of the the reed switch lit up easier, and it seemed like it lights up fairly even all the way around. On some of the reed switches, like the glass ones, there's one side that lights up easier to me. And that's, a, that's a good tip because the reed switches that are on the build list are actually the glass reed switches. So, oh um, yeah, I, let's take those off. Don't get those. Okay. I will pull, I will find the other ones real quick. Um, and those is the plastic uh, open reed switch. Is that which ones we're looking at? Yeah. Yeah. If you type in normally open reed switches, it will, should pop up. So what I found, and I don't know if you can see it here is the reed switches. These ones have two little dots on them. They're like the plastic mold marks. Okay. So hard to see. Um, and that, if you, it's on two sides. And if you use that side as the front or the face side that you can touch a magnet, that seems to work really well. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and think, oh, I'm going to put one right here. So I want my reed switch as close to the plastic as I can get it. I don't want to put glue between the two just because I want, if I'm going to use a really low powered magnet, I don't want to have any issues right. with the distance between the, the magnet and the board. Right. So. And just kind of hold it in there in place. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately I have my hot glue gun on, on low, but it still takes a little bit of time. My air would go down. I never use this my heat gun for now it goes down to 212. That's it. <laughs> that won't work. Okay, so oh come on. Nothing like watching glue dry. No, it's like watching paint dry. Except that one hurts more if you touch it. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put a little bit of tape over it. And that will hold it in place. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that'll work. <laughs> it works for me. So I'm going to look for those. Boy, and I wish that thing focused. Let me see if I can pull that down a little bit more. Right. And Jamie, I, those the links should be working now. And Gary, they should be working now as well. And the, the new plastic reed switches are on the on the build page as well. And if we figure out anything else that we need to put on the build page, I'll get it up there as we are going through the build tonight. So I'm going to put this one, just say in the middle, we're going to make this really easy. Okay. So here on on doing using these reed switches, another aspect, and I think I saw this with Tricassius, and I think you may even have a cache with it too, is by doing a like a tanagram or a puzzle where you have like a little block or triangle, and you have to put the puzzle together. And when you connect all the reed switches, it opens a latch or something like that. Kind of, so it's kind of the same concept that we're doing here yeah. today. So wait, I, I actually don't have one like that. That's actually a really good idea. I, I thought you, we were I thought you sent me a picture of one. <laughs> no, not he has. So he has seven segment displays. And so 
when you hook up a seven segment display to power to certain, um, so the seven segment display has different inputs and outputs, right? To make up different segments light up. Right. So he found out which ones makes the number and connects those to a read switch. And so, and then they're on a, they're in, it's in a block. Okay. And so when you put the blocks together, it activates the read switch, which then lights up the number. So then you have the number, you have the code, which is okay. a brilliant thing. And, and, you know, we should actually either have him on the show to build that at one point. That uh, would be cool. I don't want to take his build from him, you know, his idea, or I could build it too, but it'd be fun to have him on building his own invention. Right. So, uh, that is it. So I have it pretty simple on here. Uh, I don't have really long LEDs on there, but um, now we're going to go ahead and test it. So now we can pull that camera back up. There it is. And we're just going to run this down. And in theory, oh, we found one. Tilt it down, oh, bring it down. Out of the camera. There, there we go. go. Yep. So right in here somewhere is the blue. And because I put it on, I know that the white is somewhere around here. <laughs> you might have it. Feel, there we go. You might be able to feel the plastic. It might still be a little warm from the glue. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Cheating. And oh, then there's there's green. So you could have as many as you want. You could have you could do you know green minus red equals you know or whatever, and then minus blue. I mean, I'd be curious to see how people what puzzle they come up with when they're creating this. Um, and so if you do, make sure you send us a message and a picture of it to right. the. Uh, gadget talk podcast at gmail.com right and uh, thanks gary uh gary says yes i enjoyed the build shows i can't do all this so it's good to leave it to the experts uh <laughs> what experts are you talking about gary yeah exactly i'm <laughs> we're i think we're just faking it as we're making it right now <laughs> yeah make it up as we go yep so, so yeah just to show you a more powerful magnet go ahead Gary. There's the uh, link to the our Instagram Gadget Talk Podcast. Um, you can also email us at gadgettalkpodcast at gmail.com as well. Um, you can tag me in all this at, on Instagram, and I don't have mine up here, but it's behind the cash um, on there. Or um, you can tag Chad at bounce bounce eight on Instagram as well. So you can just tag all of us on any of your builds that you do of gadgets, and we'd love to see them. Um, and we'd love to show pictures of them here on the podcast as well. Yep. So these are more powerful magnets, obviously. So we'll test this out. Um, and you can see how far away I am. Here, let's go this way. Look at that. I'm yeah, lighting hope- up two of them. So, and I'm not even here. Let's hold it this way. I'm yeah, you're about, close. What, you're, looks like you're about four inches off of it. Yeah. So. Um, here we can actually line it up with this. And how how Let's thick see. is that? Um, it's not acrylic, but how thick is that PVC? That PVC, it's eighth inch. Eighth inch, okay. Yeah. So, as you can see, it doesn't take much, and so that's why I wanted to use. If you see the difference in the size of these magnets, right? Big difference. Well, um, and they're both rare earth magnets, correct? Yes. Um, and so that's why I wanted to use this small one because I wanted to make it a little bit more challenging for the cacher to find the cache. Now, if you go with thicker material, then it's going to make, it'll make things a little bit more difficult. And in fact, we can add a piece of material over the top of this. Okay. Let me test it. Um, let me see, grab a piece of acrylic here. All right. 
So go ahead and put in the chat what you guys think of this build. Is this something that you would like to build? It was this an easy build? How to do this? Uh, let us know. Would love to hear it. And I think I I'm thinking of some other builds that I can do with this uh, that will might show up pretty pretty soon. So it looks like this might be a little thick. So I have another piece of eighth inch acrylic here. So that would make it this. a quarter inch. Yep. So that's a little bit thick, it seems. For oh, I got the green one there. Let's see where's the blue. So it's going oh, got, got the blue. So it's making it through. It's making so it through, we... but it's definitely a little bit harder. Yeah. That one come on up oh, there was not one to light up the white through there. So yeah. So um, but obviously I think I'm still far away with this and I'm in touching it and it's lighting up. So yeah. Um, uh, I think you can go with whatever material you want. Cash and Dad says I see a new birdhouse in my future. Yeah. Very, very much possibility at least another build with one we'll see about that yeah yeah and the nice thing about these and derek and i was just talking about it is you can make a birdhouse and just slide a piece of this in the front with a door um whatever you want so um but yeah birdhouse would be great uh three-quarter inch wood i think would be would go through three-quarter inch wood no problem um especially with a stronger magnet right um now, we have some non-rare earth magnets. I have some here that we could test, but I don't know if it really even matters. Right. And you said you had this already in an ammo can, I believe? Uh, I, I have another one I made that I have sitting in an ammo can. We can test it out. Yeah, I'd like to see that little tot, see if how that worked on that one that you okay. created. Now, what did you use to create the tot? Is is that acrylic? Oh, or what you is know, let me, let me show you, because I actually started making it in an ammo can insert. Let me see. So this is just a, a, a pretty cheap magnet. And it actually seems stronger than that. It's still far away. It seems stronger than that little rare earth magnet that I have in yeah. that other thing. So we can actually, we have time, which is good. Um, let me go over here to that insert because we were, you know, we built a insert already once. Um, so I might as well show you what my thought was on that. Um, to answer the uh, the caching dead New York, it's it's actually a PVC. Um, it's actually a PVC board is what the the material that we were putting the LEDs in tonight. Yes. So, if everybody saw my the acrylic ammo can, I think everybody saw that build. Right. And actually, here let's let me get some glue. Give me one sec here. Okay. So, yeah, it's so once again, this was last month's build. So if you wanted to go back and see that, go back through and um, you can go to the gadgettalk.com website, go to the up on podcast, go to Gadget Talk and the build will be the video should be in right in there in the build page. So for last you month, know, you know, it'd be kind of cool. Is I think you could do this on the inside of a PVC pipe that's sitting somewhere. Um you can sit it next to a building so it looks like a piece of part of the building and you can actually have the LEDs under a cap you remove and it shows the LEDs and you have to use the magnet to run up and down the pipe to get the LEDs to light up. That is a cool idea. That is another 
phenomenal idea. That's really cool. It would be completely hidden in plain sight and no one would know what it is. Right. And you could just kind of use like a small uh, bison tube, I guess, to get into it. Yes. And use or use one of the log, uh, the log works containers. Right. Get into it. Oh, okay. So the caching dead was meant for a birdhouse. You could use it for like a wall inside, or you could make a complete birdhouse out of, um, yeah, opaque plexiglass. You could do that. You could very easily do that with an opaque plexiglass. Birdhouse. Or you can go regular plexiglass. Like I, I have, I was talking to Derek about this before the show. I have one partly built and I'm not going to go, I'm not going to paint it or do anything. I actually have a vinyl wrap that's wood looking. And so it actually looked like a wood birdhouse, but it'd be acrylic. So it actually weather a little bit better. Right. Um, than the, the regular wood. And it would look really cool, pretty clean. And I can get a piece of that too and show you how to find out how much time we have. Okay. Um, okay. So back on track here. Um, what I'm going to do is I needed my top to actually fit inside something. Um, so I actually have a piece of acrylic tube pipe and so my taut which is right here will slide right in it so the reason why i didn't have this ready is i need to get a little uh, eye bolt that goes in there just a little tiny thing that i can actually have a piece of um uh, uh, 116th inch cable to hook to so someone okay. can't walk off with the taut uh and then it will slide right down in here uh and they can just pull it right out now my thought was where do i put that so it's sitting where you know someone can get to it I was thinking about cutting this short like I do with the, the this here short like I do with the key ones and just have it sitting at the end. But I thought, no, that's not very clean. So what I'm doing on this one is I'm going to go ahead and mount it in the back. I have too many parts here. Um, <laughs> mount it in the back of the ammo can. So my hinge, I normally leave like a one-inch spot for my hinge right here. But I went and extended it, um, and I'm going to actually have it behind the hinge. Uh, here, so what we're going to do is go ahead and take this. We're going to glue this right on here. And if you watched our show a couple weeks ago on the working with the acrylic, this should be fairly easy. Yeah, it should be really quick as you put the 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 acrylic weld on there, and it should weld up really quickly. Now, are you going to have like a bottom on that as well? Yes. Okay. And I will show you that. It's kind of funny. Is this is a bunch of scrap that I just have laying around. <laughs> I go to the, if you follow me on Instagram, I went to Tap Plastics the other day and just bought a ton of scrap they had. And they had a bunch of this tubing at like six inches and a foot. And they, they sell it to you, you know, really, really cheap. Yeah. I, I'm still looking for a place like that here in Memphis. I'm sure, yeah. there, I'm sure there's a place. I just haven't found it yet. I mean, I have enough scrap wood in my garage right now. I don't know if I need to start adding plexi to it, too. <laughs> yeah. Even though I'd like to, because there's a lot of stuff I want to really start doing with some plexiglass. Yeah, it, it really, it's really clean. It's sometimes it's difficult to work with a splinter from plexiglass. Oh, it's mm. so more painful than a wood sliver. Oh, it's but, like fiberglass. Fiberglass. Yeah, it's crazy. But, and always wear eye protection when you're cutting it. Well, always cutting anything, you need to be wearing eye protection. Yes. 
Yes, good point. <laughs> yeah, I, I have contacts, so anything that gets into my eyes, oh, it just drives me absolutely insane. Now, this is a really small piece of tube and a tight fit there. So I'm going to let that sit for a minute um, before I, I do anything else to it. But yes, I do. So when I cut stuff, I always, <laughs> I'm a hoarder, I always keep little end cuts. And so this was, uh, remember we did that, the nine button? Yes. LED thing. This is the, the cutouts for the nine button. Um, so I have used these for feet before underneath, right? And then I have to cut up good pieces of plexiglass. But I saw this and I was like, oh, this will fit right on top here. Really easy. Excellent. So that is my plan. It's a great idea. I mean, that's just not really good. Doing the best way. We don't know how else we better way to do that. So there we go. So we'll let that sit for a minute. And then we're going to go ahead and look at doing the rest of the lid. Okay. Now I did not cut a hole for a uh, lock because depending on what you're going to use, you know, you may not have that, the, the type of lock uh, we're using. So we're using, I use a lot of cam locks. We use that on the show a lot, uh, which I will show. Sorry, I didn't have this stuff ready. I wasn't thinking about getting this far. Um, <laughs> we use these cam locks here. And so that's what I was talking about. I did three LEDs because I only have three digits on, on the cam lock. Right. So, and these are on Amazon. I think they're between like ten and fifteen dollars. It might even be like fifteen dollars for two. I don't remember. Um, but these work really, really well um, there. But you can do any kind of lock system you want. Right. So. And I will have a link for those as well in the um, on the build page as well for the cam locks. Okay. So. That is hopefully on there good enough to work with it. Um, so you can see that's kind of, that's really a clean look if I can put it where you see it. Uh, and then it'll be behind the hinge. So you really shouldn't be able to get to it too much. One thing you could do when you're building this, and I would have done it before if it, I built this box a long time ago, but this back panel here, I actually would have inset it probably an inch or so. Okay. So then this tube, you'd never be able to get to it. And then I'd put the battery on that side of it as well. So they can't get to the battery. A casher can't get to the battery. Right. Uh, and that's really, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been really nice. And I could still do it. I could add a, a one here and just have an insert. But if I have that fake wall there and then the top goes over it, then, right. um, and that little gap, once I uh, glue it down to the ammo can or in the ammo can, I mean, it's going to take a lot to pull that out to actually get in there and change the battery. Right. It will. Yeah, it could be kind of a kind of a pain. That maybe that's why they ought to have a you put a place on there where you could bring your own battery. Um, so that way, yeah. one, depending on how things weather, of course, batteries will discharge a lot faster in different climates. So. Yeah. That's that's always that's why I like having them bring their own battery most of the time, personally, because then I don't have to worry about the battery dying. I just have to worry about the rest of the maintenance on the on the cache itself. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> okay. 
All right, so we've got that on there now. You got to give me a minute. I'm not. No, it's not quite lined up. Yeah, it's a little bit big, but it's okay. I don't like putting it on like this because the the uh, the solvent drips right. all over the place. Um, typically, I, I build it on a piece of glass so I don't get any marks on my tables because this is a solvent. But uh, right. Yeah, it's okay. Just one of those things. It takes time, a few minutes to. Yep. Get okay, that is good. As we talked earlier, it's like watching paint dry sometimes. Yeah. These together, we'd like to be able to build the cache faster, but things have to dry. Okay, let's dry. Um. Then we will go ahead and put this on. All right. And to let everybody know, those cam locks are now on the build page. Oh, sweet. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So then we're going to go ahead and put in our hinge. Okay. Should we find my solvent? And just to remind everybody, we're just doing this in this ammo can just so that you could see it this way. Um, you could put this in a birdhouse. You could put this on a in just a regular plastic ammo can. Uh, we're putting it into onto this uh, the metal ammo can insert right now. But but you could put it on just about any type of cast that you would like to put it on. Absolutely. And we came up with Chad came up with the idea of putting it into a PVC. Straight PVC yeah. on, and, and you pull it up and you see the LEDs inside the cap and you have to run the magnet around that to figure out what color those that is. So you'd have to cover the wire, these pre-wired LEDs that way though, because you can tell the color just from the wire <laughs> if you saw it coming yeah. through. Well, hopefully they wouldn't be able to see down there, but yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so that one you wouldn't use pre-wired LEDs. <laughs> Yeah, not unless you can have them covered. But if it's in the pipe and they can't look down it, if it was sticking out, right? I have a I have one that you actually can't see down it, and it is a PVC pipe uh, cache, and so it'd be that would work. So what you could um, do is put a cap inside the cap underneath it, and just have the LEDs on the top part, and then you run along the side somewhere that you'd find the LEDs. Find well, the LEDs. and that's so that's what I did, and I can actually show you I have parts. Uh, I can actually show you. We got a lot of stuff to show. Um, that I how I actually made mine, which okay. I can show while this is drying. But this so, is pretty much the caching dead. New York says. So when are we going to start selling these kits for these builds? And to really let you know, we've really been talking about that. Um, we're we're in the works of really talking about how we could do that, and uh, we're hoping to have a store on the gadget uh, geocachetalk.com pretty soon that may have some of these kits uh, on there um so we're we're trying to figure out the pricing and how that's going to work so to answer your question that's we're we're working on it so it is in it's, it is in the near future um so there's a lot of different things that we're trying to offer uh for these bills um so that would be that's one of those yes um <laughs> So, for, I have so, so we're yeah, so we're looking at the build cam right now. But to show you, Chad's back there in the back rummaging through his uh, 
his cabinet's trying to find uh, something. The parts. So um, I just want to find the right ones. You never have the right parts when you need them, right? Exactly. Well, we have them. We just don't know where they're at in the in the area. Yeah. So typically, what I use on the end of the of the PVC is um, is one of these. So the way I make I mount this is. Actually, let me grab this one. Right, and we used one of the first builds that we did on the channel. We used those with a different LED decipher code, and so and I put one of those out just like that, and so so um, I use one like this, um, and but I have a standoff, so you can actually get one that is actually a T. So it'll have this connection on it, and then you also have your upper. And so what I did here is I opened this up here. Okay. I'm like doing something on the fly. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's what we what we kind of do. I mean, this is how when I'm I know when I'm building a lot of times, I'll come up with things as I'm building. Like maybe that would work better, and just kind of looking at that and just kind of playing around with some different ideas. Yep. So let me know in the chat. Anybody else do that while they're building any gadgets? Just like, you know, you think it's going to go one way. And when, when you actually start building, it goes completely a different way. Yep. I do that all the time. Okay. So when you open that up, I take a piece of acrylic and this, this solvent will work on it. But if you took a piece of acrylic like this, say, and you cut it and you put it in there, I actually glue it to the top here. So now you can't access it. But the, this is the cap with a magnet in it. Um, and you can actually put the LEDs here, but you wouldn't be able to see what color the wires are. Right. Um, or you could do LEDs out the side. And right. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to get into it. Um, and then I have a pipe here. That A pipe, sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm off the, the camera. I, I have a pipe that's out here about four or five feet. And... Um, and then another one of these on the bottom. And I actually drill through this, how I attach it to the wall. Okay. And then the pipe is in there. And that way you can't pull the pipe off. And right. the one I actually have has a key that you end up pulling out. But that's what I would do is, is do something like this. Have the LEDs maybe sticking out the side here of it. The cap would actually have a magnet in it. So you'd pull it off, but you wouldn't be able to get in there. This would be the tool. And the one I have says tool on it. And they'd right. use this to run up and down the pipe to actually get the LEDs to work. Right. Okay. And then it would just look like a piece of conduit on the building. Right. Now um, the trick would be that I'm, that I'm imagining is how do you glue the re-switches inside the pipe? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a stick and some glue. <laughs> and some patience. <laughs> uh, what I would end up doing, which is, I didn't have one here. I have this, um, this is what three quarter. Yeah. Uh, it looks about right. Three quarter or one inch. I think it's three quarter. Yeah. It's three quarter. Uh, I have it in like inch and half is the one I have. So this is huge. And then you can actually kind of fit stuff in there. And I only have a key that goes up and down it. But if you can find a way to put a reed switch in there, that would be, that would be really, really cool. That would be cool. Um, but I think if you used a long stick and you put the glue and the reed switch on it and you shove it up there and then jammed it in yeah. until it dried, which takes some time. That'd be it Well, the good thing is that the hot glue doesn't dry. It's like super, super fast. So. Right. And so, then, oh, oh, go ahead. so we have a comment here. It says, uh, if 
the plan doesn't change 20 times, you've done it wrong. So yeah. very true. Very true. And then, of course, something I always do is I replace these screws with a security tip screw. So if you see uh, that, yes, right, you have to have a special tip to get into that because the first thing that a cashier is going to do is unscrew these. Right. So I always change out my screws with security tips. Those pesky cashers, always yep. breaking caches. Exactly. So here, let's get rid of this stuff. Well, and, and if the plan changes 20 times as you're building it, you know what that actually gives us is just 20 different caches that we can put out. That's right. Just remember each of those plans and you got 20 more caches to do. All different variations. So, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so what I would do here is put a 16 inch um, hole in here and a cable that okay. would come out. Uh, and then, and it, you know, if you did that divider in here, your cable could go down there and string in and it would not get into the cache. The way I have it now is not very well thought out, and I actually may add a divider inside there. Um, you'd push the cable in, and it wouldn't get into the cache or anything like that. Okay. Um, but this would fit down in there, but you'd have that eye bolt on it and the cable, so you could pull it all the way out. Right, because right now... Uh, of there. Right, yeah, right now, now it's getting to the top. Right now, to yeah. get to the top, it would be a little difficult. That's yeah, that part was of the my puzzle. design, but... Yeah, that's part <laughs> of the puzzle. Flip it over. It's really easy. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and then I would use the, which I think you showed on one of your videos here a few weeks ago. Um, the, the, the cable part? With the ferrule, the ferrule and stops. Right. So 16-inch cable and the ferrule and stops. I put the stop right on the bottom of this here and put it through there. And then I'd go through the eye loop and then use the ferrule on it. Crimp it up and you'd be good to go. No one's going to take off with it. That's right. Well, not with the tool. They may take off with the whole cache. Well, so, but that's it. it. That's yeah. completed, ready to go there. Uh, and then, and we know that the magnet works through there. Right. It was working three inches, four inches away from the other one. And then same thing here. And one thing you could do if you have a cacher bringing their own caches is you could actually put one of these nine volt connectors on there that you can actually screw on. Okay. So then it's, they're not wrecking your wire by bending it. Um, you know, try and take it in and out or yank on the when that when they're done finding it, they want to get their nine volt battery back because they're like five bucks. They yank on it and break, break your wire. So, right. Um, but um, this is the same thing. This is when I made it, it has four colors. It actually has uh, purple, orange, yellow, and red okay. on it. And it actually works through here, which I can put the battery on. We can, what we can do is just tape them in place real quick so we don't have to worry about gluing. As an example, I wouldn't recommend taping them in the wild. Caching dead. I'm I'm very much the same on that. Usually, if the videos that you see me building, I've usually just have it worked out in my head. I don't have anything generally written down. I thought about it over the weekend or however long I've been thinking about it, and then I just start building and kind of think which way it's going to go. But we'll see. Yeah, that's the way I am. Yeah. You can talk to Derek. He's always emailing me. So what's our build? What's our build? Oh, I don't know. And then it, I come up with a day or two before. All either. So, so Derek's the organized one. I, I'm about maybe two days ahead of you. That's about it. <laughs> I, I changed my mind about 10 times on what I want to do. So, so, okay. I, see, so I see a light already on down there. Yeah, I don't know if it's too close to something or what's going on with it. 
purple. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, it will sort of, yeah. Where's that read switch at? I don't think you have the read switch. Hmm. I don't know why that is lighting up. The read switch is stuck. All right, so just ignore that one. Yeah. I'll be on it all day. Uh, anyway, um, oh, so when I just... It went off now, right? Yes, it did. Yep, I had, I had the power cord running right underneath it. Oh, okay. Power before the read, so that must obviously must do something. Um, yeah. so Electromagnet. Right there. <laughs> yeah, electromagnet. Um, so, uh, you know what? We took... I got to get this little tool out of this one. All right. Yeah. He's got to go, go solve the puzzle maybe. on the last one. Yeah. So you can see it works easy through a, a can. And what I would probably end up doing is putting the LEDs like we do on the other builds that we've made just right here on top. Right. And then I'd random, I just randomly place uh, the, the read switches anywhere on here. So you could, you could do a one on the bottom, but you'd want to make sure you glue them in very well and maybe right. run some tape over them just to keep people from wanting to mess with them. Yeah, and then run them up if wherever you have them, and then put probably put the battery in the in the lid itself, like we did on the the other ones as well, and just kind of run the wires up up yeah. um, through the how uh, how it opens too. Yeah, so the batteries fit very well in right these. There. Yeah, it does. These plastic ones. So, but the other one we just did, the clear one, um, that's my preferred method. Um, cause I would just end up taking the reed switches and putting them on the top of that ammo can. Didn't we, were we asking if it would work through an ammo can through a metal one? Yeah, we did. It would have to be one of those stronger magnets. Yeah. Let me, let me take a look here. But here's here. And on metal ammo can, if you take a strong magnet to it, it will probably light them all up at one time because of the, it magnetizes that. Magnetizes ammo the whole can. Thing. Yeah. Let's test that theory. All right. This is why we do gadget talk. And this is why we No, this is the part I like. I love trying to figure <laughs> stuff out. That's experimenting, and this is what I do all day long pretty much. And that purple one is lit up again. That's uh, yeah. Weird. I think the re-switch on that one's getting stuck. That would be an easy because, color for him, I guess. Okay, yeah. so um, we have this one on here, and hopefully that's not the purple one should be the yellow um let's test it yeah that's yellow one i don't know if you can see that yeah, I, I saw it there Sorry, for my, my big giants you might need to push the ammo can up just a little bit more centered up oh thank you there we go okay so we'll test it in here we know it works there yep i see it there um on the outside, nothing. So, let's try a bigger power. <laughs> and it lights up. But you do have to touch it. So now let's test connecting another one to the ammo can. All right. And seeing if it lights them both up. That'd be an easy puzzle. It would be. You just stick a <laughs> magnet to it and it's all actually be kind of cool. It, um, that really did, you, 
you'd get comments on, oh, how did you make them all light up at one time? Uh, we just know it was an accident when we were building it, but we're not <laughs> we meant to do that. And that's our story, and that's what we're going to stick to. Yeah. Uh, let me check this color real quick. Is that the purple? Yeah, I think that research on that purple is now it's not stuck. Let's grab a different color real quick. Yeah, because we want to make sure that one doesn't see now it's so back on. There's orange. Okay. Okay. Stick it on here. Let's see, so so there's orange. I don't and, and there's, there's yellow. yellow. So I'm not seeing oh, yeah. them both of them light up. Nope. And I even left a magnet, a small part of that magnet in front of this. This is just a giant stack of magnets. But, yep, I don't think so. So, it will work through a, a, a metal ammo can. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, let's try this magnet. No, it doesn't make them both light up. No, I don't even see. <laughs> that's a big magnet. That's another build, actually. I have several caches out with those magnets right. that are really, really, really cool caches um, that I get a lot of compliments on that blend right in. That's really cool. So, Well, I think awesome. we've... I, that was fun trying to figure out what else can we put this in. Um, anybody that has any ideas of other caches that you could put this type of containers that we didn't think of, I'd love to see those in the chat. Send us an email. You can send that email to um, gadgettalkpodcast at gmail.com or you can um, send it to us through Instagram at gadgettalkpodcast and you can tag myself at behind the cash or tag Chad at bounce bounce eight. So just let us know. What did you think of this build? Was this a lot of fun? Uh, did it give you some ideas? And that's really what we hope that it will do is give you some ideas of different things that you can do with these different builds. Um, so just let us know. We'd love to hear it. Now, remember, we do have on the geocachetalk.com into the, the, the build parts links are in there, and they should be live. Um, they I've been adding different things as we've been going through the build tonight on what's in there as well. There's Right now, there's five items. So we got the, the re-switches. We got the LEDs. We got... 22-gauge uh, wire. We have the 9-volt battery cl clips connectors, and then we also have some of the cam locks if you want to use those on any of the caches like what we were doing in the acrylic with the ammo can. Yes. So, and now I'm, okay. Chad, now I'm looking at what... This, this is your fake wood wrap. Yeah, so this is... I, I, I was going to mention this, so I thought I would just show it real quick. So this is the, the Vivid vinyl that I get, and so it actually has a, a texture to it. Um but it's just a vinyl. And so I put on acrylic. So like this box here is acrylic and then I put the vinyl on it. Right. And cuts really nice. It lays really flat and it's, it's extremely strong um, stuff and it looks really, really cool. And you get in all different colors of wood. Um, this is like a cherry, a, a lighter Oak and I don't know, mahogany. You can get it in carbon fiber oh, and you can cool. get it in uh, copper. Right. I have all, all kinds of colors of it. And that really makes a big difference. In fact, when you see my puzzle boxes, a lot of them have this stuff on there, on them. And people are like, how did you cut that so nice? And well, it's just vinyl, just a covering. So, so really, really simple way to do it. That's really, really good. Now, hey, 
next week, it is election day when we're actually going to be doing this build. But you know what? We don't care. We're still going to be here, and we'll probably be the more fun to watch anyways than anything that's out there on that part. So come join us again next week. We're going to be doing another build. And Chad, what build are we going to be doing next week? So next week, we are going to do a uh, LED keypad. Uh, we call it Crack the Code, pretty much, uh, a build. So it's actually going to look just like this, pretty much. Right. It'll be a, a LCD screen and a keypad. And then okay. you can use it. It's not going to have any kind of way to open a lock or a door. Um, that will have to be, we can integrate that in the future, but this is a good start. You can use this to make uh, a trackable, any kind of puzzle you want on it. So that is going to be next week's build. And this, that on that build, you will need to, it's going to require a code because it's going to, we're also going to be adding in a Arduino into it. Yes. So we'll get that. We'll have that build. Uh, links up there next week uh, when we are going through the build itself. So we'll get that build page up there then as well. Um, and then you'll have to, for the code itself, you'll have to email us. Um, there's not a really great way to putting the code on there for you to download. Unfortunately, not yet working on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks Gary. I like the keypad caches too. Right. And we're looking at possibly doing some other keypad caches that might be a little bit easier where you don't need to have an Arduino to be able to do it. So either on here or on behind the cache or yeah. both places, we'll figure it out. Yes. <laughs> Chad and I have to coordinate on what, who's building what at what time. So figure out where, <laughs> what not to build stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Uh, as Gary said in there, give us a like, give us a subscribe to the channel. Uh, don't forget if you want to become a patron, go check out geocachetalk.com and click on the become a patron link or just go straight to Patreon uh, backslash geocachetalk.com. I uh, really great. Appreciate it. Also, if you like mine and Chad's shirt, Gadget Talk, there is a shop. Go on there and order a shirt and Hey, pretty soon there might be a package of stuff that might be for a shirt, maybe a coin and some other stuff on there. So start kind of looking for that kind of stuff too. So there's going to be a lot of different opportunities and yeah, you did see it and I'll show it again. We do have some yes. top coins now. So I have mine. Yep. Very so nice. these are going to be on that shop very soon. So go check that out. Uh, and, and anything that you do on there will help the channel. So, but greatly appreciate it. And thank you for joining us tonight. And we will see you next week right here. Uh, same gadget time, same gadget channel. So we will catch you next week. Good night, right. everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>